Welcome back to Geek Life. This is our special Christmas special. And end of the year and special. And end of the year and potentially end of the world. Yes. We are currently recording this episode the day before the day before the end, end of the of world. The world. <laughs> so, as you can tell, this is the Christmas episode, and this is a special episode. Brian and I are just sitting here together by our lonesomes. Yes. Back as things were originally. And... The tech demo the that, tech was, demo that episode was episode one. one. <laughs> and so we have something special planned for you guys tonight. Tonight we're actually going to do a recap of the first year of Geek Life. We've officially made it to an entire year. I think we started early in December. And who would have thought that it would kind of evolve into what it is now? I know it's changed so much, but it's been organic as we went. It I, really has been. I really feel like it's almost as if the podcast has sort of revealed what it was wanting to happen as yeah. we went, almost as if it were a separate entity of some kind that we were enjoying its company instead of creating it. Exactly. And it's been great for me, you know. I've gotten to meet some great new people along the way. Fun fact for you who don't know us that well, I really never met Joe outside of being introduced to him once or twice at a party. And right, and, that's and now it. you know him really well. And now I know him really well. We hang out every now and then. It's sure. great. And same with the admin. It was kind of the same thing. In fact, I remember after the first zombie episode that we did, she was like, why don't you hang out with us more? <laughs> right. And I was like, JP doesn't pay me enough to oh, hang out with right, you guys. Right. That's what it is. Yes. So if this is the first geek life that you're listening to, go back an episode. <laughs> or this two. Is, this is not a... No, not two. That one... No. Anyway, <laughs> go back an episode, listen to episode 28. That's much more in line with how it normally is. Yes. This one is, is really just a, a special fun thing for our regular viewers to look back over the year of geeky goodness and just do a recap. So we're going to look back through at each of the different podcasts that we did, reminisce a little bit about it. We've actually put together the gag reel for each episode. Now, unfortunately, we didn't start saving funny shit from each podcast until about number four. Yes. So we're going to start at four. So I guess technically we have 24 instead of 28 to play And with. there was nothing for episode That's right. There's nothing for five. So I guess five, we just weren't funny. <laughs> I guess so. Either that or we were really on it. Yes. <laughs> but... So yeah, so so I guess, what is that then? That we have 23. Yes. Even for the podcast that didn't have a gag reel, we'll still talk about it a little bit and just remember and recap and reminisce a little bit. True. But as we start every single episode, a little housekeeping. Mostly I just wanted to make sure to let you guys know that E. Bergen from Ebon07 is doing a Kickstarter. Just wanted to make sure that you guys know that E. Bergen, Eben from Ebon07.com, has started a Kickstarter campaign for a side project, and it looks really cool. I want to make sure that you guys check it out. The campaign is called B-Squad, and you can find it at kickstarter.com forward slash projects forward slash eraser nubs, that's E-R-A-S-E-R-N-U-B-S, then forward slash B hyphen squad. You can also go to kickstarter.com and search for eraser nubs, which is Eben's handle on that, or you can go and search for B-Squad, B hyphen squad. Now, the entire idea for B-Squad is it's, an, it's a comic, right? You know, And so I'll, I'll go ahead and read a little bit about it. 
B-Squad is an action-adventure humor comic series about a six-person mercenary group made up of expendable misfits as they work on missions from Darkwater Security Services. In each issue of B-Squad, one character will be killed. They will meet their end as decided by random by a whalebone Australian mariner's teetotem. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is this is Evan writing here. I've dubbed it the P code. I, I guess that's what it. It's the P E Q U O D. I'm guessing that's P code. I'm gonna say P code. Sure. <laughs> I've dubbed it the P code after the ill-fated ship from Moby Dick. One spin, one marked for death character. Each issue begins with a funeral for the last fallen member and an introduction of a new character along with where Darkwater Services will be sending B-Squad. During the mission, the characters will deal with the task at hand while also coping with the fall of one of their companions as decided by the fateful role of the P-Code, and wraps up with B-Squad trying to complete their mission. For the next issue, Eben will select a character from a group of 36 B-Squad reservists and they'll replace the dead character from the previous issue and they'll take over the Rookie nickname. This is a really interesting idea. I've never heard of anything like yeah. that. I mean, the sense of randomness that's involved in the comic, it's a pretty cool idea, I think. It's very cool. So I'm looking forward to checking it out. As the time of this recording, their pledged goal is $8,000, and currently they have uh, $1,744, so still a ways to go, but plenty of time to get that filled in. So make sure to go check out the B-Squad Kickstarter campaign by Eraser Nub or Evan Bergen. That's it for housekeeping. Now let's go ahead and move on to our retrospective. We are both really looking forward to this. Yes. <laughs> As Brian and I were sitting around putting together all of the gag reel stuff, we tried our best to avoid listening to it, but there was a couple times where unfortunately we did have to check it out just to make sure that we were doing the right thing and not having repeats and stuff. And the little tiny bit that we heard, we were in stitches. It just brings back all these warm, fuzzy memories of geeky goodness and yes. just our, our year of geek life fun. And it's just really cool. I want to start off... With just congratulating ourselves, a little a little pat on our own back, a little golf clap, a little golf clap, golf clap, golf clap, yes, sir. for making it an entire year. I think we said in podcast last podcast, podcast twenty eight, that we were very proud of Geek Life and that it's made an entire year. There are a lot of podcasts that don't make it that long. It's it's kind of overwhelming when you first go to you know any of the podcast sources, but iTunes is the one that comes to mind. It's probably yes. the most popular, and. You go to iTunes and you type in some subject in the podcast section and you get this massive list of podcasts. And then you're thinking to yourself, man, how am I ever going to choose something to listen to? What can I subscribe to? There's so much to choose from. It's just overwhelming. But it very quickly becomes clear that there's really only maybe between two and five that are actually still active and working and good. There's a lot of stuff that just goes for four or five episodes or maybe even ten and then poof, gone. Yes. And they're just sitting there dead and unused and sad. Yeah, some of my favorite podcasts of all time have kind of faded away. Right, I mean, and they how long, how long did they last? One of them lasted, or actually both of them lasted a couple of years, so it was a pretty impressive run. I've also listened to one that made it like six episodes, and they're like, yeah, and this is the last episode. I'm like... <laughs> it's really sad when podcasts die, but, but I can understand, I think we can all collectively understand why they do. All good things must come to an end. Yes, but not Geek Life, not for a long, long no, time. yes. Podcasts are they're fun to do, but they're a crap ton of work. <laughs> yes, they are. I mean, I think we easily spend, you know, maybe an hour or two prepping and then, you know, just like technical prepping, let alone all of the homework that I gave everybody to bring something <laughs> and talk about and flesh out our subject. And then we record for two or three hours, and then I edit it for probably four more hours. It's it's quite a process. If not more. Right, exactly. 
And as we've been going, we've we've added in some fun stuff and partnered with AirPlus Recordings and gotten some of their incredible music. We've done some b- bunch of fun interviews. We've taken it on the road and gone to conventions and stuff and done some live things. And it's just a bunch of fun. And we've really enjoyed the ride. So, so yay us. Yay. Now, I want to start this retrospective with a little clip from the very first podcast. And this, oh, this isn't from a gag reel, because like I said, we don't have any gag reels until starting at episode four. However, this is practically a gag reel because <laughs> it's so bad. This is the very, very first bit from the very first podcast. All right, thank you for joining us. This is the very first Pandamanga podcast, PM podcast. Uh, we're going to be uh, kind of doing the umbrella so loud. Uh, category of geek life. Um, breaking it down into a couple different things. Your hosts are JP, that's me. And I'm the Brian. Um, we will be breaking it down, like I said, into a couple different categories. Uh, we're going to do uh, four different categories. We'll hit um, each month. Um, and they will be games, comics, movies, and zombie survival. Now, zombie survival, we actually are going to have some special guests from the Zombie Egg website. Uh, the Zombie Egg staffer at zombie-egg.com. So that's like a 30-second clip. There is seriously about six ums. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is really bad. Yes. A lot of ums. A lot of ums. Early early us, you know. And this one, the very first episode, was recorded on, I believe, the iPhone that is right in front of my face. That's correct. The very first one was us sitting at our old or my old house, just sitting around my computer desk. Computer desk, yeah. Sitting around my computer desk. Just flip on the old iPhone recorder and ready to rock and roll. <laughs> it was funny because I was thinking, originally, I thought to myself, man, I'd really like to do a podcast for Panda Manga. Oh, I know who likes podcasts. Brian. Before he was the Brian. Yes. <laughs> no, this was Well, like, Brian's always been the Brian in our group of yeah. friends, but this is before he was the internet celebrity, the Brian. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so I called up Brian and I go, hey, Brian, so I'm thinking it'd be fun to try and do a podcast. And, you know, for Panda Manga, you know Panda Manga? Oh, yeah, it's a website you're working on, right? This is before it even released, right? Yes. And well before well it released. Before, well before, right? So, of course, I'm piling on more and more things, not even ready with the comics yet. And I'm on to trying to figure out a yeah. podcast. It's you were starting the, John status. The, the podcast in, like, July before we started. So it was, like, six months, and I was like, eh, I'll see how far this goes. Right, exactly. Brian was not willing to commit to anything. He pretty much was like, all right, John, if you want to do this, you got to do everything, but I'll come and sit there with you. Yeah. You know, you'll give me some... And Brian really did. He had a lot of good information. I was never a podcast person. I never listened to podcasts before I started making podcasts. It sounds kind of funny, right? Yeah. But and now it's kind of flipped. I don't listen to anywhere I know, right? as much podcast now that I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> it's very funny. But back then, Brian was the podcast connoisseur of our group of friends. And so he gave me a bunch of podcasts to listen to. He gave me a bunch of information about the tech behind podcasts and how it works and some of the legalities about using clips and sounds and all that sort of stuff. And did my research and got it figured out and got us going. And we decided to sit down and record our first podcast. And sure enough, wham, bam, boom, there we were recording with our with my iPhone and no editing. No, well, a little editing. <laughs> but it was it was pretty raw, that first one. <laughs> Very. Yeah. And what ended up happening is, you know, I got it up online, and next thing I know, I'm on iTunes. You can search iTunes for Panda Manga, and wham, there we are. And it was like, just like a fire lit inside of me. It was amazing, all right? And by then, I had clearly demonstrated to Brian that I was serious about it. And so Brian really jumped in as the co-host officially. Yes. And uh, then we were on to episode two. 
Now, episode two, we don't have anything from episode two, no. three, or, well, two or three. Two or three. Although two was hilarious. And I just want to say, if you have never listened to episode two, that is one of our crowning achievements. It is the funniest freaking episode. It's so good. Go yes. check it out. We had brilliance in its, in its like, seedling form. <laughs> that was the first time we started using the mic that we're using That's right. now. It's the first time we got we the started mic we're using, using now. We still the, had pretty ghetto setup, but... Yes. And, but we are also using the soundboard at that point. True. And, and of course, the, as soundboards go, when you first get a hold of one, it's like, Rrr, pushing buttons, too many yes. sounds. <laughs> and then we went overboard on the next episode. Way overboard. And then we had to dial it back. Yes. So now we use it a little, but it was Almost bad. never. It was bad for a while. Yes, it was really bad. <laughs> but episode two also introduced Joe, who at the time was just our resident comic expert. Yeah. So what we decided to do originally was to split it up into four categories. I mean, we wanted to talk about geeky stuff, but we knew that we probably couldn't make a podcast at that time we were planning on doing it weekly yes and so we were thinking okay well there's no way we're going to do a weekly podcast about one subject yeah. and so we thought well we'll break it up so we dreamed up four different categories pretty much randomly and it became on the long enough timeline it became our concrete setup of games movies zombie survival and comics yes right as the idea developed we began to think well brian and i know a little about a lot of that stuff and a lot about some of it but there's some things, a couple of those subjects, I think specifically movies and zombie survival where, you know, we're more fans than connoisseurs or, yes. or in any way really educated or, or not even super fans, really. And Especially so we thought, with well, comics. We've got, exactly. So we've got to have some friends that can help us out. And so Joe stepped up to the plate and in a big way came through. And now he is one of the official co-hosts. And the rest is history, as they say. And then we got in the guys from Zombie Egg, the Ace Henry, the Admin, and Joe was actually originally a member of Zombie Egg to do the zombie survival podcast part. And for a while, we had a couple friends of ours bouncing in and around for the movie podcast. And, and then until recently, we actually have our official movie podcast commentator, yes. Winchester. Anyway, so let's move on to the next clip. <laughs> this, is, this is from Podcast 4. Now, Podcast 4 was our first Christmas episode. <laughs> and we it's had... the exact same intro that we used on this one. Exactly. Because it's a good intro. It is a very be good intro. Beaker doing me, 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 me. <laughs> exactly. So good. So we had a couple people who really ended up becoming a little bit regular and then almost gone completely <laughs> on that episode. And that was Mike from back in the day and then Chaz before he was gone. <laughs> yes. And so now we actually almost never see those guys, you know, even in our social lives. But at the time, we actually saw them pretty regular, and we were able to rope them into doing a couple podcasts. And, and Mike, or Mikey, is just just a great bunch of fun and, and had some rather inappropriate things to say. He, his, his special skill is taking jokes too far. Yes. That's his special skill. So, so it was a movies podcast, and we are talking about Christmas movies, our favorite Christmas movies, all that sort of fun stuff. We were going over the guidelines that we use, because this was the first time that these guys had been on the show, and one of the things that we do is we say, hey, if you want to just pause and have everybody hold up, like you need to sneeze or cough, <laughs> or you want to interject something or make sure something's said, just hold up a finger, and then we'll know to kind of stop. Yeah, it's like a quiet, silent, visual yes. symbol that we can collectively see so that we can wrap up whatever it is that we're saying, or yes. whoever's talking, and then let somebody else interject their thought, or fart, or burp, or squeak a chair, or whatever yes. it is that the hell they have to do. 
But that didn't fly with Chaz, Chaz. and Mike. For so, or was it just Chaz? Chaz. It was Chaz. He's like, no, that's a dumb idea. What you should do is kind of make, you know, like kind of like a throat cutting. Yeah, he symbol. wanted to do like a cut it symbol, yes. like when you kind of like swipe your fingers back and forth in front of your throat. And so we were like, all right, it's the fourth episode. What the hell? We haven't come up with anything that's totally solid yet. We've only been doing this for not even a month yet. Yes. We'll go ahead and see if see if we like it better. So go, you know, we'll, we'll give Chaz's idea a try. So very quickly we realized that doesn't work because we all have beards. <laughs> I didn't at the time. But Brian didn't at the time, but Mike, myself, and Chaz, we all had beards, and we kept cutting each other off when we were scratching them. Yes, especially Mike. Especially Mike, because he's constantly scratching his beard, just kind but the of, thing which is, is, is that just a he, stroking beard thing. He was actually stroking or scratching it the same way that we would do the cuts. Right, sign. exactly. He does the kind of sideways, swishy thing on the bottom, and we kept being like, do you, do you have something to say? He's like, no. Well, you were doing the thing. Oh, I was just scratching my beard. So, so that was just a mess. A little behind the scenes fun. Yes, which is what led to the first outtake that we ever put at the end of an episode. Absolutely. So without further ado, the episode four outtake. Oh, uh, no, I was just, this is our cutoff song. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> scratching my beard. Like so much for that, Chaz. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Freaking Mike. This is the best way to do the cutoff song. All right. <laughs> I think we gave Chaz no end of grief for that, at no, least for no, about a we month. Gave, Ch- Chaz, we love you, Chaz. With your, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, we love you, Chaz. But Chaz has got some opinions, and they be strong. <laughs> he's he's quite, quite comfortable and used to, to verbally overpowering somebody. Yes. I think when we worked together, the phrase about us was, he was always right, and I was never wrong. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts about that episode was when we got to our favorite movies, favorite Christmas movies. Yes. I think, would we did top two or three or something like that? Two. Two. And so, of course, a lot of us chose the classics, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story, all that sort of stuff. Garfield. Garfield. And then Mike comes out for his second one with the tits that saved Christmas. <laughs> and it just, and, and the disgusting jokes sp- just spiraled out of control, as is common whenever you've got Mike around. It just yes. it just goes deeper and deeper into the pit of debauchery. Yes. <laughs> that was that was good times, good times. So next up we've got a clip from episode six. Now episode six was comics. Now this was early on in the comic zone, and we were trying to do independent comics, but at this time we hadn't really gotten the independent comic scene figured out at all. So we were going to comic book stores, trying to get indie comics, air quotes, but it was really more like Image and IDW instead of, you know, in comparison to DC and Marvel. And that was as indie as we could get for the most part. I mean, now we actually get self-published stuff. And yes. we have really lots of amazing guys that are working on comics, totally self-published, working out of the Bay Area and beyond. We meet at conventions and stuff like that. We've got this incredible log or incredible backlog of donated comics that they've hooked us up with that we will slowly and are slowly working our way through. And, and just thanks again, all you guys who hook us up with that stuff. Now, when JP says we went to comic book stores, he and Joe, yeah, Joe went, and I to went to Waterfront Comics, comics in Sassoon, exactly, California. Exactly. I think the, we one time we went to Outer Plains over in Santa Rosa, but Outer Plains is really... It's a really good comic book shop, but the reason why we really go over there is because it's a good game shop. <laughs> that's like the place to do all the magic stuff, all of the board games, tabletop, Warhammer, that's all there. Yes, yeah, so it became kind of like an on-running gag to shamelessly plug Waterfront Comics. Exactly, because we love Waterfront and John yes. from Waterfront, who's the owner and the complete badass. And it's funny, 
We saw The Hobbit recently, and right. as we were leaving, we saw John. Sure enough. And then I was I was Christmas shopping with my roommate just like two days later, and guess who I bump into? John! John! <laughs> John, we love you. Joe and I are just getting back into the habit of doing a weekly comic. We did that for a while, a couple months even. And yes. And we kind of both stopped, and we're running low on money, and that's sort of subsided a little bit yes <laughs> yeah we stopped doing that for a while but we're getting back to it and it's really good fun to yes. go every wednesday and see the next little bit of the comic you're reading it's just it's good good clean fun here's the outtake from episode six from geek life comics welcome back to the panda men cod the cock pass yes that's right we had tiger paw with us that time i almost forgot how could i forget he actually came and would very generously did a interview, of course, but also played a live song. That he had never released at that never point. Never released anywhere. It's, it's a special mix. And I don't think that in its exact form is really available anywhere else aside from... I mean, I'm sure we sent him a file, the, yes. just like a recording, but that's really the only place to find that's pretty... Pretty cool. We got to get him to come back and do that again sometime. I know, right? We actually have a couple other people that we've been working with in person. So, you know, AirPlus Recordings is actually a really big record company they've got people from all over the world but there are a couple people who are local ish and we should totally get one of the other guys that are working with him regularly to come and do an interview and all that that'd be, be freaking awesome i remember he was also saying vague illusion the artist from oh, South yeah, somebody Africa's. was going to be coming out yeah, yeah he's got people that kind of come and visit him sometimes so anyway i digress moving on let's go ahead and talk a little bit about episode seven so, if memory serves, episode seven would be zombie survival? Yes. Aha, yes. Episode seven is zombie survival. <laughs> That's right. So, we did zombie survival, and the eighth Henry was telling us a little bit more about how to prepare yourself for the zombie apocalypse, like every time. However, we decided to elaborate on our, what we had, <laughs> the first, basically, I guess, meme from Panda Manga was, you might be a wizard. If, yes. Right? So I think back in episode two, I came up with the idea that, wait a second, Bruce Wayne is a wizard, right? He's like wealthy and he lives up in this air quotes castle <laughs> or, or mansion, you know, and he's got a butler or an assistant <laughs> and he's always spending time working down in his cave or the lab, <laughs> you know, it just seemed to line up and somehow we magically came up with this thing. And, and then for some reason it caught on. We also did it in episode four with Santa. Right, right. Which is also when we came up with the concept that he is a Norwegian grandpa stealing ghost. Yes, exactly. Yes. That was one of the other things. We were trying to talk about why Santa was creepy, I think, was yes, something that, that we was, did. That was what we were talking but, about. So that was the second time the wizard thing came up. Yes. And then the wizard thing by then, after the second time, it started to become this natural part of geek life. We haven't talked about it a lot since. We've kind of bounced around a couple yeah. times, but we it's actually just the admin just the other off, time, just yeah. a few podcasts ago, was like, we need to do another wizard cast. Yeah, it, it gets mentioned every now and then off air or when we're just all hanging out. Right, or even on air sometimes. Sometimes you know, on air too, yeah. We need, to do, we need to get back to that. You can tell a podcast is working when the community is naturally coming up with inside jokes. That's great. When yes. you guys are getting around and talking and sharing ideas and coming up with things and reviewing pop culture and media, coming up with subjects to talk about and all that sort of stuff, and naturally comes these kind of humorous inside jokes. Very good. Anyway, so on episode seven of the Geek Life podcast was zombie survival, like I said, and we were talking about you might be a wizard if. And so we made this big list of 
such and such, you might be a wizard. Da da da, you might be a wizard. Kind of like that playing off the you might be a redneck, yes. right? So we had a bunch of fun with that. And of course, Henry has a long history of being interested not only in zombie stuff, but also in old religions and occult and things like that. And is very well versed in that. It's a big part of what he draws upon in his incredible writing. And anyway, so that was apparently what was going on then. I don't really know because we were trying not to listen to the outtakes, but it might have something to do with wizards. So possibly. possibly. Anyway, so here is episode seven outtake from Geek Life. So I've been a little concerned about being able to meet mate... Being able to mate, <laughs> being able to make dead. Little Freudian slip there, I guess. Yes, that was when we had decided and announced that we were going to go from weekly to every other week. That's right. That's when that was happening. Yes, and I believe there was like that big pause in between because that's when your mother. First was diagnosed with cancer. So. Right, yeah. That, it was a kind of a crazy time yeah. last last year. This whole year has been difficult, yes. to say the least. Lots of stuff going on personally and with my family life and sicknesses in the family. And just, it's been insane. But we persevere. We're still here. We're still kicking and still strong. But yeah, I think that we had just on that episode decided to announce that we were going to switch from a weekly podcast to an every other week podcast. And... You know, that I'm sure broke the hearts of our five listeners back then. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, I think there were 10 people. Granted, one of them was a friend who has stopped listening but still downloads, and two of them were us. I know. I think that most of it was us originally. It's like everybody that was on the podcast would download it. And then I don't know who else would. A couple people. I'm sure the Brian mu- muscled a couple people into doing it. So. So next up is episode eight, and episode eight was movies. And we were talking about, oh, this was the first time that we actually had Trigster on with us. Yes. So Biggs, his girlfriend Trigster, they're still together, which is great. And they're just a wonderful couple and very, very dear friends. But Trigster actually had just graduated film school. And we were hoping to get her in as our resident film expert. And hopefully we can get her back on at some time. But she's very busy. Both of them are crazy busy. Both of them are crazy busy. But crazy busy in a good way. Yes. But... They are just bunches of fun to have on the podcast. Very intelligent, very well-educated, and just have good things to say. And very funny. And very funny, yes. Which is a premium here in Geek Life podcast. Yes. So so we had them on talking, I think it was about the found footage genre or the verite. Yes. Right? And I think that we were doing a review of Chronicle, Chronicle which is still one of the best freaking movies of 2012. It was such a good movie. Such really a good Really good. Yeah, we love that one. So we basically sat around and gushed about how great it was and then talked about some of the other verite and found footage movies and made some suggestions and also just, just shot the shit a little bit. So here's the outtake from episode eight. Movies. God damn it, pigs. I totally farted these <laughs> Like really terrible, like eggs and fish terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Wafting, wafting, wafting. Shit. Wow. Sounds like we had Mike there too. Yes, that was the episode where Mike with like eight freaking people. It's like the biggest, longest episode ever. It's like the New Year's episode was like eight people. This one had six. And this was the episode where Mike brought in his tablet, and instead of writing stuff... (laughs) Instead of writing things down... Okay, so in my infinite wisdom, I had gotten us a bunch of dry erase boards so that we could write down thoughts, and they wouldn't make any rustling noise. Because originally, I was printing out things with the the outline for the podcast, and pretty quickly, we realized that it makes lots of noise. Yes. As in... This is a... Here's a comic, right? 
makes all kinds of awful noise, right? So I thought, oh, we'll just get dry erase boards and we'll write down our thoughts and you know we can squeaky squeaky in a little bit, but it won't make a bunch of noise when we're picking it up and looking at it and keeping our thoughts organized. And it really worked well. It yes. really, really turned out to be a good idea. Yes. However, Mike had just gotten himself a computer tablet. And so I went to hand him his dry erase board. He said, oh, no, no, no. I got it taken care of. I got my computer tablet. He never used a computer tablet for writing his notes. What he did was he opened up a drawing program and drew progressively more awful pictures of giant veiny penises <laughs> and then would flip them around and look at them and make awful faces and point at them and touch them and stuff on the screen while one of us was trying to talk yes. in an effort to screw us up, which happened regularly. Yes. And one of the, also of the great things that he did was he would draw penises that were related to what we were talking about. Yes, he would. And, th- and then there was the super one where he drew it and he had to, like, scroll for a while. Yes, he was trying to actually make it as long as he could. He was trying to figure out how, like how long, long the, the, program program, the program was. So yes. funny. Oh, my God. See, these are all the little behind-the-scene things that you guys don't get to hear about. My favorite part about that story is that when he went home and was talking to his girlfriend, Carly... She was like, so how's the podcast? He's like, let me show you. And he just breaks out his tablet and shows all the penis pictures that he drew. Oh, Michael, our dear, dear friend. We miss you. <laughs> Freaking whack job. So good. So next was episode nine. And episode nine was talking about games. And it became a double game podcast. It became nine and ten. were both games. And it was our St. Paddy's Day podcast. It went so long that we split it into two podcasts. And I think rightfully so. It was probably a wise choice. Yes, Sadly, I realized right when the mic went on that my idea for a second subject was going to take forever. And I was like, oh, God. Right, save Too it, late. though. Save it. We'll talk about it when we're talking about episode 10. Yes. But it was epically huge. And yes. we should do it again, but just that. Just that. That yes. is it. So we were first talking about games, and we actually did our very first Games Around Robin, which we've done a couple times since then. We tried real hard, gave it a real valiant effort to make it a regular thing. But it's, it's hard enough to get people together every other week to record the podcast cast for yeah. an evening and, and for if, all of us our schedules have really changed as of late exactly luckily we all enjoy doing the podcast enough that we make time for it in our schedules however trying to do a podcast prep night on the weeks that aren't podcast weeks pretty quickly got unwieldy and unrealistic yes even though it was fun and we still do it sometimes especially for a specific podcast where there's some kind of prep going on like when we did the machete order yes things like that so anyway we ended up moving away from doing the podcast prep, but for a while we were doing podcast prep, and this was the first time we did a Games Round Robin, and we did it for the game Journey, which is still one of my most favorite games of 2012. If you haven't checked out Journey from that game company, you can get it on the PSN. I don't know what it is now, maybe $10. It was $15 yeah. when it first came out. I wouldn't be surprised if it's gone down a little bit, but that's just because it's you know a little older now, not because it's any less excellent. It's one of the finest game experiences. It's it's really short. It won a lot of awards. It this did. Year. It did, yes. and rightfully so. And it was you can short. also How get it on it? disc with Flower and Flow as well. Right, all of the games from that game company. So so Flower was another PSN exclusive from that game company, which is also very very good, but a little more abstract. Yes. And then Flow, which is potentially even more abstract, but. Was really good. Was that was Flow their first offering? Flow was the first, then Flower, then Journey. Flower was what really put them on my map. Oh yeah, and put them in kind of in, into my periphery. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. I downloaded it and played the shit out of it and thought it was really cool, even though it was a little strange. Yeah. But when I found out that that game company was coming out with another one, and then I watched the previous for it, I thought, oh my god, this is going to be good. And it was. It was incredible. I actually played it all in one sitting. I think it's 
an hour, no, two and a half hours about. Yes. Something like that. You can burn through it in about two hours if you're familiar with the levels. Yes. And despite popular belief, it is very much replayable. There's lots very, you can very do. And once you collect everything and do all the stuff, you actually unlock a, a more powerful getup that allowed you to basically fly longer. You'd have to know the game. I don't really want to get into it, but yes. totally awesome. So this is the outtake for episode nine, where we reviewed Journey and got really drunk. I, yes, I should mention that this, this was, was yeah, the, first, the same Patty's Day podcast. Yes, so it's the first time we were actually drinking on, on the, the podcast. podcast. And we did a game to try and improve our podcast skills, and well, more of our verbal communication podcast skills. We decided to take name tags, slap them on our chests, and write whatever it is that we tend to say too much. So I think Chaz was but um. No, mine was but um. Yours was but um. Mine was okay, so and all that. And it yeah. was in an effort to basically catch us in the act of saying our catchphrase. And, and we poor admin say, had a death wish and she just went with um. True. That was bad. She got really drunk. <laughs> anyway, we refined it to just um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but not everybody drinks when any one person does it. Now they drink. So very, very fun. But so yeah, so this is the first podcast where we got drunk, the first drunk cast, first half of the first drunk cast, episode nine, games. Well, you know, you gotta have the truth. Ah, yes, we caught Chaz in a, well, you know. Yes. (laughs) Because Chaz likes to inform people. This is where the finger comes from. This is that finger up to stop talking and you got something to say. It was initially a sort of inside jab at Chaz. Even though he had nothing to do with the podcast in the first place, <laughs> we literally were thinking like, what can we do? And, oh, I know, put the finger up like Chaz. <laughs> Poor Chaz. He gets ragged on so much. He does get ragged on so early much. early on. He's so good, though. He's such yeah, a good guy. good guy. But he's colorful. Very much so. Very colorful, which is what makes him easy to rag on. Because he's such an eclectic, strange, interesting guy that he's just got all this funny stuff that he does. And <laughs> He's he's odd habits and shit. I lived with Chaz for years, so I've got stories upon stories upon stories. Childhood best friends. Yes. So, the second part of the drunk cast, which became episode 10, which was the first time, and the only time, where we split an episode in half, was... One Shining Moment. Yes. The March Madness ripoff. Yes. The Brian, for those of you that don't know, is a huge, well, just sports fan. I was going to say a huge basketball fan, but mostly basketball just... Basketball and football for the most part. Sports and statistics yeah. and stuff. I mean, you, you know more about most sports anyway. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably like the only geek life person that is actually into sports. True. So Brian had a really interesting idea to basically take the basketball March Madness tournament and turn it into a one shining moment... <laughs> a one shining moment tournament for finding the single most powerful moment in gaming. And so what we did was we all came up with a couple ideas. Was it everybody came up with one or two? Or what was no, it? No, it was like, I think we came up with two because we had a grand total of 16. Right. So everybody that was there came up with two ideas and or two shining moments yes. from our gaming experiences. And then we threw them all into a bucket pulled one out and we voted on it. And we basically worked our way down to one. It was, yes. it was quite an epic journey. Quite an epic journey. Yes. And it took forever, hence the split episode. Yes. So this is the outtake from the second half of the drunk cast, which became episode 10. One shining moment. I'm drunk! (laughs) (laughs) Appropriately short, the admin got drunk. Yes. She was really plastered. She was really plastered, because it was a long podcast, and we were 
doing the drinking game the whole time. Yes. I mean, it was like a three-hour podcast that we split into two hour and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah. And the recording time was substantially longer than the actual episodes. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, we were all collectively pretty trashed. Except for me, who was the designated driver. You're the perpetual designated driver. We always know you the designated driver. Yeah. I'll explain more when we get to episode 21. Yes, exactly. Which was appropriately another drunk cast. <laughs> yes. But what was really funny about that little clip, we used it again the following episode. We did. We were putting it in post-production. I think you were there with me when I was Yes, we were doing that. And we were like, should we do this? We're like, admin is going to kill us. Let's do it. Yeah, we were making a crack about her having been drunk on the podcast. Yes. And it just seemed appropriate to throw in a clip of her being drunk, which is hilarious. That's another funny thing about podcasts that you don't think about is that you're putting out a lot of your voice out into the ether, out into the internet. And once you put it out into the internet, as classically and famously as you know, it's there forever. Yes. You can't the take it down. The internet is written in ink. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so all the funny little things and crazy shit that we've done and said on the internet, it's there and it's there forever. And somebody could take it down and fiddle fuck with it and do all kinds of crazy shit. And I'm just waiting for someday. Don't give them ideas. I, I want somebody to do an auto-tune of us someday. <laughs> I think that if we, could get, if we could get popular enough or infamous enough, whatever it takes, for us to have somebody come in and do an auto-tune, <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. So listeners, if you're listening and you really want to do an auto-tune thing... Please email us at geeklife at pandamanga.com, and if you have it up on the web somewhere, let us know, or we'd just love to hear from you. Anyways. So next up was episode 11, where we went back to comics, and we talked, again, about independent comics. Now, we actually found some real independent comics this time, or at least one really independent comic, but it's probably one of the most famous and popular internet comics of all time, easily, at least in the States, Love and Rockets. It was one of the more recent releases of Love and Rockets. Now, was this the final episode we did at your old place? It could be. It could be. Yeah, I'm not sure. All, what I do remember is that Love and Rockets had a surprisingly large amount of sodomy. Yes. It stuck at... Love and Rockets is interesting because the guys that make it are really some of the finest independent comic artists in existence and really some of the finest comic creators, just period. However, their stuff is very odd. It's very strange. And... It takes a lot of liberties, and you can tell it's very confidently made. I would suggest that it takes steps that perhaps wouldn't be very successful unless they had some of the popularity they do. Because they do some stuff where it's just like, what? That's, really? It's kind of, what? You know? But anyway, whatever works. It was our first taste of really, really independent self-published type comics. And it was the first of many strange, weird things we've come across. (laughs) But we did enjoy ourselves. It might have been the strangest. True. And we also reviewed... The Cape, which was, I think, from IDW, I want to yes. say? Yeah. And actually, The Cape has having a second run. Not a second run. They're having an extension of the story that's like a backstory of The Cape that just started coming out. I want to say it's like Cape 1966 or something like 70. that. It's a prequel. Yes. It takes place during the Vietnam War. There you go. So, very interesting. Looking forward to reading more about that. I think that Joe picked up the first or the last issue that was on the shelf, so I couldn't get one. But the first part of that book, so hopefully we'll... Learn more about it, and maybe we can do a review on it sometime soon. Anyway, this is the outtake from episode 11, Comics. Pause! Fuck, you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, alright, ready? 
So back in the day, this this is when we were still recording at the old place, and Brian and I were typically sit next to each other because we were the co-hosts, and then everybody else was visiting, and so they would kind of sit around, and we would we would take the most comfy seats in the most comfortable spot and have our own. We had like a little routine we had set up, and we were yes. the co-hosts, you know, very very professional, you know, and. The thing is, is that Brian decided to say pause, and he said it really loud and surprisingly, and it was right next to and behind me a little bit, yes. and it scared the shit out of me. I, like, jumped out of my seat and looked at him, and it was like a scared cat. Yeah, I think we were, like, going into a break, and so we were just kind of, like, waiting, and we were going to turn off the recording for a brief second, and so I just shouted out, pause, just out of nowhere. I was kind of out of it that episode. So but, funny. Yeah. <laughs> scared the crap out of me. Scared JP. the complete crap out of me. Next up in episode 12, we came back around to zombies. And we were talking, or actually this is the first time that we introduced the zombie news. <laughs> it was in the <laughs> early, early stage of zombie news. I don't think that you made this one. And we actually recorded this one, if I believe correctly, over at the admin and a tenor's no, house. No, I was there. You were there for that? Yes. Okay, yeah. I have only missed one, and I was passed out for another. Truth. Anyway, so we actually went and recorded this at a completely separate place, and there was like dogs barking, and it was it was it was insane. But it was fun. Yes. We had a good time. That time we talked about a bunch of different zombie news that was going on. I brought up the podcast We're Alive. There's some kind of zombie 5K that was going on, all kinds of fun stuff. And then we also did another review or another round robin review of the first episode of The Walking Dead from Telltale on PS3. Yes. And we still in the thick of trying to do the podcast prep every other week from the podcast recording, which, again, didn't last very long, but was a bunch of fun. Yes. It was the second-to-last game that we did the whole round-robin thing yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fun. We got to do that again sometime. Yes, we do. Like a special thing, but... Anyway, so here's the outtake from episode 12 of Geek Life, Zombie Survival. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and make a loud noise. I can't remember. Oh, you know what it was? I had got it in my head that it was a good idea to make a loud noise to like make a delineation yes. on like in the waveform because that's how you edit something. You're basically looking at a visual representation of the sound file, right? And I grew up videotaping skating, skateboard, rollerblade, all that stuff. I was I was all into that, big time into video editing back in the day, long time ago. However, one of the tricks of the trade is to basically put a hand in front of the tape and hold it there for a second and record actually your fingers right in front of the camera a few moments after somebody landed the trick. Because basically in skating, you try over and over and over and over again to do the same trick. And as you're editing it, it becomes a real hassle to find the right trick. Because <laughs> sometimes you'll get like a little bit of a better one early on. Maybe they'll make it and then try again and get a better one or try again and get a worse one and then stop. Yeah. And so as you're editing, it all just looks the same. A bunch of people zipping around on skates. So you put your hand in front, you go like, oh, there's this giant peach finger in my face, you know? And then, oh, okay, all right, that's that's a nice stopping point. It's a delineation. It's an easy way to mark something, basically. So that was my idea was I'll make a loud noise. I'll make a you know something that would spike the waveform so that I could see something and mark it as I'm going. And I don't really know why I thought that was a good idea, but... <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had shared it with the 8th Henry, obviously, because he was saying, okay, make a loud noise. And... What came to mind? Chickens. For some reason, I decided <laughs> Why to... Why not? Yeah, I decided to... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Something was definitely wrong with me. We were a little giddy because it was late. It was very late. It was very yes. late. And we kept hearing animal noises. And so we were joking about the animal noises being on there. And then I think the admin's phone went off and she had like a clucking thing. And yeah, this was something that comes... Uh 
I think there is actually a outtake. There is an outtake about this, the clucking, but it is something that has come up more than once on the podcast early on, where she has an alarm on her phone that is a rooster going. It's oh, that's right. It it actually is that. It's like chickens, but the crazy thing is that it's on her phone, and even if she has her phone off, it'll still go off. So there's times where we're recording, then all of a sudden it'll go off, and it's like. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So next up, we get to episode 13, to movies, and this was just after The Avengers came out. Yes. We continually struggle to find something to talk about with movies. It's probably one of the categories that we've come up with the most creative things, because movies are a tricky mistress, really. Especially with the release schedule that we've got, where we do every other week. It's difficult to be timely, and so if something is released, something that's so impermanent as a movie because you know something is released you watch the movie it's important for about five days and then another movie comes out unless it's a seriously big deal and so something like avengers comes along or maybe the hobbit more recently and it's relevant for a couple weeks and so we were actually able to sneak into the podcast yes and so we did actually talk about the avengers and then give our rating for our top five least favorite through most favorite and i remember this because you were like okay let's just have one list i was like there's only three of us that are going to be on this episode. Right, and, we, and all of our lists were hella different. We yeah, could have and, never agreed. And and you thought that we'd have this consensus, and our two lists were like exact opposites. Exactly. That was, that was freaking awesome. So here is the outtake from episode 13, Movies. And he was there to kick ass and chew bubblegum. And, and he's all out of bubblegum. bubblegum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even... Was that even a mess up, or was that more just like our favorite part? It might have just been our favorite part. Favorite. That Cause... happened a couple times. Sometimes we're really on our game. And then sometimes we just don't make mistakes that are hilarious. And so we just pick something else. Yes. That's probably why number five didn't actually have an outtake. And that, by the way, is a classic line from the movie They Live from John Carpenter. Which we highly recommend, not because it's excellent, but because it's, it's terrible. Yes. <laughs> it's fun, I guess. So next up is episode 14. We came back around to games, and we were, again, still trying to feel out who we were and what we were trying to do and what Panda Manga was about. And we began to realize that we wanted to become advocates for independent media, not just comics, but media. So independent movies, independent comics, independent video games. So very quickly, we began to realize that we wanted to talk about independent video games at least a little bit every time we came around to a games podcast. And so I started to search around on Steam and Tashura and just, just on the interweb for indie games, whether it's alpha funding, whether it's just a recently released independent game or whatever. And I came across a kitschy, cool little title called Lone Survivor. That was a very... Brian's rolling his eyes. There was a, a lot of different opinions about Lone Survivor. It was definitely not a Brian game, but I think no. that Brian can agree that it's not a bad game. It's just a game that is very, very niche, and it's aimed at a very particular audience. Yeah. And if you're not in that audience, it's not for you. I have a lot of respect for the game. That doesn't mean I like it at all. Yeah, you didn't like it at all. And this was, I think, one of the last, if not the last game. That it was the Robin last round-robin yeah. game. Now, I believe this was when we officially gave Joe the other, other co-host title, which became the Vicious Co-host. Yes, that was very exciting. So interestingly, episode 14 was the first time that I actually started saving several funny things from the podcast. And I began to save a separate track, and it just eventually naturally grew into, instead of an outtake, a gag reel. So this is episode 14, Games, the very first PM gag reel. Oh, my ass was falling asleep. 
Oh, now I have something for the end of the podcast. <laughs> oh! Oh! I have so many good sound bites of you. It's ridiculous. Oh, don't you I have a sound bite of her going, I'm drunk. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, we know what our That's ending thing in there. little club is. <laughs> the best of podcasts. Okay, so Brian, you're up. So. You know, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with goldfish crackers. Well, yeah, when you were I, I was never I still am. Well, I mean, it was a serious. <laughs> I have no idea what that was about. <laughs> Let me breathe out. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this entire time that was yeah, a long <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh fuck! What was it called again? Surface. Damn chickens. <laughs> And that was the one, <laughs> that was the actual outtake where the chickens got recorded and Michael decided to go off on his, his chicken solo. Yes. <laughs> and I remember- That surface one was hilarious because I was trying to say something and it was, I don't know, a title of something. I don't even remember yes. what it was now. But I was trying to say, and I just couldn't get it right for the life of me. No, you, guys you messed kept that up like seven it times. It was bad. It was bad. There was like a minute of me trying to get the words out of my mouth. It just wasn't happening. Next up was episode 15, where we went back to comics and reviewed a bunch of different comics. And we got our first time with having Pinku around. Yes. This was the first time. I think that, that Neuro came after. Okay. Yeah, so we yes. got Pinku. We invited them both over, expecting full well for them to both sit down and do the podcast with us. But because of the subject of comics, Neuro was like, nah, I'm just going to go play on my computer. Yeah. <laughs> and Pinku came over and was like, let's talk comics. Yeah. So... <laughs> Neuro Which has flipped are... back and forth sometimes, depending exactly. on the subject. They'll both come and hang out, but only one of them will actually do the podcast. Yeah, so Neuro and Pinku, they are a married couple, and I've worked with both of them and worked for both of them, or have been the boss of one of them. Just great people, and I've been trying to get them back on the podcast just to reconnect with them, because, like I said, they're great, great people. If you've listened to the podcast, you know they're hysterical. I think I sat down and... Offered them all the money I had made on the podcast so far if they would join, <laughs> which meant that they got a bill. But <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I'm still um, waiting for my money, Neuro. <laughs> so this one, I believe, is actually just an outtake. I don't think there's an entire gag reel for this one. So here is the outtake from episode 15, Comics. Uh, you, you know, you just can't let anything go by. You know, no. if somebody makes a tiny mistake, we just pounce on it like that hungry was lions. Me, and I think I said www all No, no, you were saying fast. You're all www. Yeah, yeah. It, it, basically, I said like four or five W's in a row, real fast. And JP, you know, he's got to give me a little flack for it, deservedly so. And so, there's your outtake. And on to episode 16, back around to zombie survival. This time we actually did something really fun. This was when we did the MRE dinner party. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. So those of you that don't know, an MRE is a meal ready to eat. This is the sort of thing that you see in survival movies or military movies or whatever. And these are these little plastic bags that have an entire meal in there. Like enough for probably two people to share, really. Yeah. You know, or a proper amount of calories for somebody who is like running around with the backpack on and the full gear. Gear, yes. So we decided that it being a zombie sorrow podcast and that MREs are sort of a classic trope of the zombie world. Let's have an MRE dinner party. So we pulled out a box of MREs that we found when we were moving that my, apparently my dad had gotten at some point. Yes. And these were from the original Desert Storm. Yeah, so they were old. actually going to expire in probably six months. <laughs> right. 
Yes. So <laughs> so we each pulled one out, and we got a bunch of the same stuff and a bunch of different stuff, actually, and sat down and tried it on air. <laughs> I got to say, the Chili Mac was pretty awesome. The Chili Mac was pretty damn good, I have to say. Yeah. We were surprised at how decently normal the stuff in there was. The cracker was bad. The cracker was bad. But, you know... I think the biggest difference is that it had just ingredients that weren't very good for you. Yeah. But, oh well, if you're dying or you've got zombies pounding on your door, I'll eat some hydrogenated oils if it keeps me alive for a couple more days. Exactly. I'm not thinking long term, you know? No. But, yeah, that was a bunch of fun. We had a bunch of fun. So this is the actual gag reel for episode 16, Zombies. Sex Excuse you. It's like a Chewbacca fart. <laughs> Trying to sit on the ass. <laughs> and now we know what our outro is. <laughs> okay, hold on. Save it for the gag reel. <laughs> for Jace. Sorry. For Jason. Press X for Jason. 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 <laughs> Brian, you have the keenest ear for gag reel. I think that we have you, after something silly happening, almost... Every other podcast going, and that's going on the gag reel. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. That Jason thing. Do you remember that game, Heavy Rain? Yes, with the origami killer. Or, or the origami killer. Yes. <laughs> and there's this part where you're looking around for your son, who apparently has disappeared into a crowd. And you basically have controls to move him around with a stick. And then press X, and he goes, Jason, and Jason. And it says Jason. on there, press X for Jason. It says press X for Jason. And he says it in a bunch of different intonations, and it's just dumb sounding. It's like, Jason. Hey, son. Jason. Jason. <laughs> so good. It, it became a meme at some it point, did. right? In fact, I had heard that at one convention, somebody was like cosplaying as that guy, and he was just being a dick to everyone just and just shouting, Jason. Jason. Yes. <laughs> But so that weird ripping farting sound was one of our chairs is like vinyl. Oh, and I think so, we brought out my computer chair. Which that's was, it. It was your it computer was chair. Vinyly yeah. squishy business. And so you move and it kind of stuck to whoever makes, was in makes there. Makes an awful fart noise. Yes. And of course, whoever made that fart noise, we had to rag on because exactly. that's how it works. Because we're exactly. children. Yes. <laughs> so next was episode 17 and we moved uh, back around to movies. And this one is the infamous Bleach cast. Oh, boy. At the time of this recording, there are still only 36 downloads, which is pretty low. It makes me it's sad gone up, inside. Though. It's gone you know, up. It has gone up. But uh, it could be because we are constantly plugging it. Or at least I try and plug it at every opportunity. Yes. It's so funny. It is so funny. It was, again, uh, just another one of our brilliant ideas to try and make something interesting to talk about with movies. And what we did was, Joe, Brian, and myself all sat down and spent an entire day coming up with terrible freaking movies to watch. Instead of rating them on a normal rating scale, you know, Midnight Show, Full Price, Matinee, Netflix, Pirate, and then the Secret Six category, Bleach, we decided that these are all Bleach movies. So we set out, each of us, to find several Bleach movies. And then we thinking to ourselves, well, if we're going to do a Bleach cast, how are we going to rate these movies? So we decided to rate them as how far we could make it through the movie. So they got a minute rating. You know, oh, this one was a 10-minute. This one was a 20-minute. Oh, this one was a 30-minute. Yeah. The sad thing is we came up with this at a party. I forget what the party was for. We were sitting around drinking and having pizza, as we do. And naturally, I drew the short straw and was the designated driver Again. again. 
And we're trying to figure out what to do. I don't know who came up with the idea for a bleach cast. JP. Of course. And everybody who else was there was drunk and was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And I'm being the only sober guy thinking, like, this is a great idea. And then the next couple days, I was like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. And so we just left it at that. You know, I had known that we had just decided on something, so I picked a couple bad boobies and figured we were all good. And then the day came up to it, and I realized, I've just signed myself up for an entire day of watching some of the worst movies in existence. Except for RoboGeisha. Except for RoboGeisha, which was magnificent. (laughs) Anyway. Let's put it this way. They made a... UA Bull film seemed like a decent film in comparison. Right. When we got done, it was like, this is just bad, not awful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so essentially what we did was we sat down, watched a movie for typically under 20 minutes, then stopped and made a comment about it, named off whatever movie was coming next, talked a little bit about what it was, who made it, who was in it, what we were expecting, sort of the the culture around the movie, because some of these bad movies are infamous. Yes. And then we would play it for a couple minutes, stop. And then talk about it. It's rinse, repeat, la la la. And it took all day. All day. Joe sat here with me all day long. Brian came early, left, and then came back again later. And he skipped over probably the worst one, which was Tokyo Gore Police. Which I had already seen with you before. Well, and part was... of it. And we've never made it all the way through that No, one, we have not. Which I don't really feel that bad about. Of no. course, I told Henry about it, and he's like, I can do it. I'm muscle man. Her, her, her. Which, by the way... Eighth Henry is a giant. Yeah, Eighth Henry is like a lumberjack. Yes. <laughs> he is the guy you want to have on the zombie team because Pretty much. he knows all about the zombies and he can also rip them apart with his bare hands. So, this is the outtake from episode 17, Bleachcast. Zombies attack! <laughs> so, it wasn't something that we actually said. What I did was I spliced together a bunch of sound clips from the commercials Trails. or trailer or movie itself to give you a, an idea of what the movie was like. And that was from. Die, you zombie, zombie bastards. bastards. Which is probably on par, if not a little worse, or maybe a little better than Tokyo Gore Police. It, it's it's a much worse movie than Tokyo Gore Police, but Tokyo Gore Police is so disgusting that I'd almost rather watch Die, You Zombie Bastards. Die, You Zombie Bastards had some hilarity and brilliant silliness, but it was really nasty, too. Really nasty. Yeah, really nasty. We're, we're glad that we don't... This is another movie that we've challenge each other over the years to watch all the way through and we still have yet to make it all the way through so after that of course comes episode 18 which is back to games and we got into talking about episode two of the walking dead and then talked a little bit about the interesting little indie pc game slender now this is where another one of our little memes came up which is t-rex arms (laughs) so as we were playing preparing for the podcast we had everybody sit down and play Slender. Now, for those of you that haven't played Slender, if you know what Slender Man is, I guess this will help. But essentially, Slender Man is a meme that came online. He's supposed to be like a, a made-up scary character from the Something Awful forums. He's this tall, elongated, awful man in a suit with blank face, and he's known for st- stealing children. And essentially, yes. he photobombs. That's kind of how he came to be. What they started to do was they would take a photo and then they would Photoshop him in the background like he was just looming, you know, sort of along the same lines as the creepy Ouija thing, except like a scary monster just hanging out in the woods behind you that you happen to catch on film. Yes. You know, or like a, he basically became this awful photobombing monster that would just lurk around and 
would eventually steal children and just do terrible stuff. And and so somebody came along and had the interesting idea to make a game about Slenderman where you are walking around in this forest trying to find these notes by this person who I guess apparently knows more about Slenderman or something. And they're all sort of ominous, creepy notes. And it's a pretty basic game. It was made in the Unity engine, which is an interesting engine that is basically why it's called Unity is that it allows you to create one game and have it be usable through several different platforms. But what's cool about it is the sound. And that game is so powerful and creepy. So what ended up happening was it's a pretty short game. Even if you did it correctly, you might be playing it for less than 20 minutes. And most yeah. of the time, you're not going to survive. Slender's going to catch you. The screen goes blank and you freak out. But there's these parts where he basically shows up out of nowhere and the sound goes, dun, you know. And so we were all standing around. And the around. screen starts going fuzzy. Exactly. And, yeah. So we were all standing around in my room. Each of us just kind of, rode, again, round robin, just rotating through, trying the game. It gets to Joe's turn. He sits down and plays it. In the I've dark. got a game in the dark. And I've got a gaming mouse, and so it's very high sensitivity. So you move a little bit with your wrist and whoom across the whole screen. Joe's looking around, finds a couple notes, things get creepier, scary sounds and stuff. And then he finally runs into Slenderman. And the next thing we know, the screen's shaking all over the place like it's an earthquake. And Joe freaking jumps up and pulls his wrists back to his shoulders and goes, ah! <laughs> and later on, when the admin is describing this entire experience... She said, you went full T-Rex arms. Yes. <laughs> Which is the best way to describe what Joe does, because his arms literally go, and just suck back into his arm sockets. And he goes, and he says he shakes like a taser. So I call it the T-Rex taser shake. Yes. <laughs> I get to practice that with my little five-year-old niece when she tries to scare me. So hilarious. I just, it's another one of those times where it's just like, yes, we're doing the right thing. We're having a good time. <laughs> These little silly memes. We want to do a t-shirt for a T-Rex shake. Yes. You know, it would be, be really funny, I think. So here is the gang reel from episode 18, Games. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to PandaMega.com's very own geek. Where's our sound? Where's our... Uh, I don't have it with me. You want it? It's all post now. Yeah, it's all done. I could still actually. Anyway, um. <laughs> say fuck fucking rules. I don't give a fuck. Mondays fucking suck, so fucked up dubstep fucking crazy. <laughs> That's right. So this the- is the second time that we interviewed Tiger Paw, and he came over here and was in a mood and decided that. What he needed to do was cuss as much as possible. And so what I did is I took... And these aren't even all the cuss words. This no. was about halfway through his interview, or maybe even three quarters of the way through his interview. I decided, you know what I should do? I should take and pull out all the F-bombs and splice them together at the end, which is, of course, what I just did. Yes. <laughs> and that's what we put at the end. Even though there was a couple silly things that happened, you could tell. It wasn't as funny as that, and so we, we ran with the tiger paw love. <laughs> yes. So that was hilarious. And as for the middle clip, so sometimes right before we're going to break, somebody will just say something weird because, hey, we know that it's not going to be on the episode. So, eh, why not try and throw something in that might make the gag reel? Next up is episode 19, the first of back-to-back comic episodes. So this was right after we went to StockDecon. Yeah, this was the first time that we ever did any event stuff. We got press passes and pulled out the Tascam and really used it on location. And we got a boatload of comics to read. A boatload. And we were first going to try and do them all in one episode. And we were like, no, it's not a good idea. Yeah, it's not a good idea. No, no, we don't want to edit a three and a half hour long 
podcast. We've since decided to do a single comic review every time. It allows us to get through a bunch of comics in a pretty quick clip, but at the same time, spreads it out over a bunch of time and you know lets us enjoy the stuff we've got instead of squeezing it all into one episode. And I actually, I've gotten a little bit of feedback from some of our listeners who really enjoy having the comic every time. And it, it motivates them to listen to the podcast, even though, or at least part of the podcast, even though it's maybe not a subject that they would normally choose. You know, there are some people that I spoke with who found us because they're interested in one of the subjects, but maybe not the other ones. And so sometimes they'll listen to the other ones, maybe they won't. But as soon as we started putting in the independent comic in each one, it gave them at least one thing to listen to at the beginning of every time. Because obviously, maybe you're not really into movies, but if you found us on Pandamanga.com, Pandamanga.com is primarily a comics website. And so you're going to love comics. Yes. So it really became a cool way for us to encourage people to check out all the different podcasts and maybe suck them into enjoying some of the other subjects. But yeah, so it was good stuff. And it all started right then. Yes. So this was the episode where we reviewed Cracker A's by... The incredible... By the incredible Junior Bruce, who we absolutely <laughs> love. We've Junior alluded Bruce to is, him. Junior Bruce is such a boss. Yes, we've alluded to his podcast and to him more than once. Yeah, I follow him on Tumblr. I watch his Facebook page. He's a crack up. He's a he's a stand-up comedian. He's a comic artist. He's a podcaster. The guy does it all. He does it all very well. He's just a kick. And he's just a really great guy in person and elsewise. You can just enjoy him. So I would highly recommend checking his stuff out. And that's when we first met him was when we were at StocktonCon. Yes. This was also with Flying Sparks, which was the superhero comic where I think I was the only one in the room who was like, oh, superhero comic. Everybody else was like, oh, uh, superhero, superhero comic. comic. Yeah, also very good. And then Revolution Isle 9. Which was basically the bloodbath at the Walmart. Yes, it was time travel Rambo with a revolutionary soldier in Walmart. Yeah, that was pretty fun. So here's our gag reel from episode 19. Welcome back to Pandemic. Uh, blah, blah, blah. At least once. You got Joe sometimes just breaks out into little hum scat songs. Yes. And in case you haven't noticed yet, JP kind of flubs the intro quite often. Okay. It's because JP always does the intro. Details. Details. You know what? That should mean that you're much better at it than the rest of us. Oh, you should yeah, just I have am it good down. at it, but to be fair, it's the first thing you do. You, you got to get your engine going. You gotta that get, is true. Got to get back in the groove of things, and it's not always easy to just start out wham bam, confident podcaster. You jump in and and you flub it a couple times, and then you get to cuss a couple times. <laughs> if you'll notice, there's a lot of just our simple, normal segments and transitions that are screw-ups and are in the gag reel, because that's just the way it goes. Yes. You mess up stuff, even though it's something you do all the time. It's hilarious. So then, we've got episode 20. Oh, the, the big 2-0. The big 2-0. The back-to-back comic ones, like I said before, we got a lot of comics from Stockton Con, and so we broke it up into two episodes, which was the first time we were introduced to... Evan 07, which we've been kind of on a major been kick a, as like, of late. Just on a crack out from Evan 07 recently. Yes. The guys from Evan07.com, E. Bergen and D. Bethel, have really become compatriots of ours. They're really good guys. They've hooked us up with a bunch of their comics. Bounced back and forth with them a couple times recently on Twitter. Uh, theirs was the Kickstarter project that we plugged earlier in the episode, which you still want to go check out. It's They're just really good guys. And definitely some some titans, honestly, in the independent community in our area. 
they put out one of the better independent comics that we've come across. Yes, in case you haven't read it yet, go read it. It's free on yeah, the site. It's free on the site. You got nothing to lose. I say it every time. Go read evan07.com. If it's free, it's me, and I'll take three. Exactly. And there's there's three. more than three. Yeah, hey. exactly. So we also did Zot's Serpent and Shield by Daniel Parada. Uh, yes, Daniel Parada. Good guy. Yes, it was kind of a alternate history kind of Mayan comic, I would Well, yes, it was a say. comic. <laughs> yeah. No. Of course it's a comic. It's a comic podcast. Yeah. No, it was, it was cool. His stuff is really interesting. There's definitely a lot of mixed opinions about it, but, you know. Had a yes. good time. We ran into him again at Ape, actually. Oh, did you? Pulled us aside. Yeah, we've got our Ape stuff is still forthcoming, unfortunately. But we will put it up, and we've got a really good interview with Daniel Parada. Talking about his forthcoming issue two of Zot's Serpent and Shield, which we look forward to and look forward to enjoying and reviewing and putting up on the site. And plugging again, because Parada's just a really good guy and has got an incredible vision for his comic. Yeah, I mean, I know that I personally gave it a fairly low score, but I still have to say the concept and the plot is very intriguing you know and he gave us a sneak peek he's handing out these small pamphlets of issue 1.5 is what it's calling it yes which is just a small window into issue two and there's a very clear jump in quality from issue one to issue 1.5 or i guess what will eventually become issue two yes you can really tell that he learned a lot from doing the first issue and i don't know whether there was maybe a little bit of time in between the two but it's much more mature. It's much more well-developed. It's really good. And it addressed a lot of the concerns that we had. So just all the more reason to look forward to Parada's new stuff. Okay, so we have a rather huge yeah, gag reel. big. Look at this thing. So here is our gag reel from episode 20, Comics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to go for it. You did. You did. Okay. Well done. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? I have no idea what that was about. Well, this keeping. <laughs> and there's our first big mess up of the night. <laughs> Hooray! Woo! Alright, ready? Go. Uh, what happened to the news? <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's well, in that's zombie zombies. News. Oh, that's you? Zombies? Yeah, because, we, because I, I want to say every time when we're doing zombies, you know, <laughs> and now zombie news. You know, it says still no zombie outbreak. Okay. <laughs> you know. Uh, okay, let's see. How's what do we have for housekeeping? <laughs> so, yeah, a bit of confusion on bit Joe's of confusion. part. It happens, you know. It does. The zombie news with the thing is a blatant ripoff of one of my favorite podcasts, Podcast, Podcast Beyond. Beyond, over at IGN.com, which is currently hosted by Greg Miller. And it's been around for quite some time. It's a really, really good podcast. And, and there's the Roper Report. And so they say, and now for some news, or time for some news, you know, and they do this whole do 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 thing. It's, I heard that, and I was like, that's brilliant. I'm totally <laughs> stealing it for the podcast, or at least one section. I don't want to have it every time, although it's very tempting. It is. <laughs> it's very, very fun. We shamelessly rip off stuff from other podcasts, but we're gracious enough to give credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah, here we go. Next was episode 21, which was our second drinking cast, and the debut of El Panda de Muerte. So. Now, I just want to get this out of the way. In between 19 and 20, we had another party. Now, I was not the designated driver for this one. I couldn't drink anyways because it was out of town and I drove alone, and I had just had this really bad string since 
oh, I don't know, beginning of the new year, where I've just been stuck with a short straw of being the designated driver or not being able to drink. So, in my infinite You're not stupidity... not much of a big drinker anyway, but I'm not, at the parties, but, you'd like to throw one back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Social drinker. So, I was just going to make sure that this was not going to happen to me again. I show up early and get completely shit-faced, and I showed up a little too early Spend and got a little time too... crashed on the couch. Yeah. I'm going to moan out of you once. Yeah, pretty much. So ridiculous. So, as follows is the gag reel from episode 21. Also, <laughs> excuse me, I'm just drinking a lot. I don't know what to say. you got to be editing this. <laughs> so, uh... Anyway, so we had a good time, and make sure to... <laughs> My fries! <laughs> You're walking around, and all of a sudden, Chunk Lee wants to take a chunk of Lee. Chunk Lee! Chunk Lee! Chunk Nero is helping you load in. Dream sequence. Plug him in! There's a whole generation of fans who are like, what are they talking about? People People are are stupid. stupid. (laughs) We're gonna have to cut out a lot of those ums. That's 13. 13 and snap your fingers. I'll help you out. There you go. There you go. Oh, you were fingering him. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Got it. Okay. You should just draw the things that happen here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we want to relive this tomorrow. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my god, that was fun. Every time we drink on a podcast, it's a bunch of fun, but it's really long and really full of cuss words and needs a substantial amount of editing. Yes, this was also the debut of our resident movie expert, Winchester. Yes, yes, who we just love to pieces. Winchester is just a great asset to the team. We love to have her on the show, and she's just a bunch of fun to have around. I love the fact that there's a little nice little story. I'm not sure if we went into it on the podcast or not, but you asked her a couple days later, hey, do you want to be a regular movie expert? And she's like, yeah, sure, that's not a bad idea. Which, because that wasn't a movie podcast. That wasn't a movie podcast. But the following podcast, episode 22, was. Right, so, so you I, totally I basically broker. snuck in there. I said, exactly. so, you enjoyed doing the podcast? Yeah. Well, maybe you'd be interested in being our resident movie expert. Because she was also a film school graduate. Yes. And has a bunch of cool things to say about film and really excellent observations and educated perspective. So there I am, trying to rope her in. And I... Saying, hey, you know, why don't you come and be our resident movie commentator? You know, our resident movie podcast guest. And she said, yeah, that's great. That's flattering. That's a bunch of fun. When's the next one? Well, it happens to be this Friday. <laughs> well, I gotcha. <laughs> Sucker. Next was episode 22, where we came back around to movies, like I just said. And we actually talked about two movies, Wreck and Quarantine. And we it was interesting, actually, because... Again, another creative way to talk about movies on the podcast. We decided to talk about foreign films and then their American remakes. And the ones that we chose to look at were Wreck and Quarantine. I don't yes. really know why we chose that. Likely because the admin was involved in the process of choosing the movie. And she's a huge horror fan. Although both of them were very entertaining. I'm not yes. sorry you watched them. It was a good choice. And then we elaborated a little bit further and talked about some other comparisons and our favorite ones. And just had a bunch of fun. Yeah, and- I think our alternate title for that episode was... 
Or for people who are too okay, lazy movies to read. for people who are too damn lazy to read subtitles. Yes. <laughs> Which was the Winchesters come. Yes. <laughs> and this was the first time that we started regularly creating gag reels. So pretty much from episode twenty two out, we have a gag reel for yeah, everything. Yeah, we had we had gag reels, you know, as you've seen so far, every couple times or even most of the time, but it wasn't like an every time thing that we go out of our way to make happen. And at this point we really did get a gag reel every time. So here's the gag reel from episode 22, Movies. So here is, uh, Brian, you want to do the IMDb? Can you read it? Over there? Sure, I can do that. This now it's in my new special, special fancy eyes. Did you laser cut yourself? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, yes. I got the laser pointer, put it in the eye. Oh, works wonders. Trust me. Self, uh, what is that? Lasix? Yeah, awesome. Self Lasix, that's the way All right. I Welcome back to Geek Life, the pandemonium. <laughs> it's a good one, if you don't mind uh, necrophilia. <laughs> so, that, was, that was so awkward. So, yeah. That was what, was Nightwatch she was talking about? Nightwatch, yes. Oh, man. With Ewan McGregor, which is a great movie, <laughs> but it was just such a, a unique way, Winchester, to wrap that up. It's a good one, if you don't mind necrophilia. Yeah, and so <laughs> the reference to my new special eyes is that I finally got contacts again, and it was whoop, like, whoop. yeah, it was like the first couple days of wearing them again. Extra so I was sexy, all excited. Yeah, women Ex- hide your daughters. Oh yes, definitely hide the women. So then we got around to episode twenty-three games again, and we started talking about well, it was October, so we were talking about paranormal video games. What we did was we chose games to rant about, and games to rave about. I think we each chose a game to rant. And each chose a game to rave. Now, this is the yes. second time that we did rants and raves at all, let yes. alone just the game subject. That was, I think, the very first episode subject, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, that's a really fun subject. We have a lot of fun with that, especially because it sort of naturally developed into an opportunity for us to try and point out, specifically with the raves category, a game that you could find at your local bargain bin. Now, there's not really much bargain bins available anymore. No. But maybe something that you could find at eBay, or maybe at some kind of niche store, or a dollar store. I don't even know. A great example was the game that I raved about. I noticed that John had on his little, like, notes, find a copy of this game. And Yeah, because after you told me about it, I started writing down, find a copy of that game. It looks awesome. And so while I was visiting my family in Ohio, Ohio, their local video game store had a copy. So what do I do? I buy it for JP. Sweet. Yes, I've got it sitting over there on top of my PS2. That's right, people. I still have a PS2 represent. That's right. And I'm planning on checking it out and playing it very soon. It's like a vampire western, right? Yes. It sounds so good. What's the title again? Dark Watch. Dark Watch. I am excited. And without further ado, here's the gag reel from episode 23. <laughs> I've just, I've become very distracted by this. First of all, $2 only. And also, what is up? <laughs> Chester popcorn. It's like ripping with, off with the tongue. I mean, thing. like, I mean. We're <laughs> <laughs> leaving this in. I don't Sorry. care what you say. That's your intro right there, Admin. No. The Admin's mind is in a dark place tonight. It's really, this is good coffee. <laughs> Uh, all right, ready? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Double dog dare ya! Who brings back in with the Cheetos? Well, I can do one good one and one Cheeto one. Okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> 
That'd be self-conscious, Joe. Welcome back to the podcast. And that was Kenny. We're talking about. We're talking about our least favorite paranormal game. This is just not working. <laughs> I think this is brilliant. So if you're listening out there and we keep this take in. Oh my um, god, so good. Can we convince Joe to eat a bunch of Cheetos right before bringing us back in? He was already eating Cheetos when we had to go yeah. back in. you convinced it's 2 in the morning yet? <laughs> yeah, 2.14. Oh my god. You have a partner demon thing named Johnson, which means that it, all kinds of really stupid jick, dick, the damn jick jokes, man. You just can't get away from those jick jokes, can you? No. <laughs> that Cheeto thing just had us in stitches. We're talking red flakes just exploding out of his mouth as he's trying to bring us back from break. There's just some so things good. that... Just, I wish the audience could see. I know, right? Just because there's some I visual feel like it'd be hilarious for us to videotape these things. It would be. Someday. Someday, Someday. We'll, maybe we'll do like little ones and videotape them. Uh, next, continuing with our second podcast of the October month, was the Paracast, where we sat around and told, well, basically ghost stories. We were trying to encourage each other to find ghost stories that either happened to us, I guess not even ghost stories, but paranormal, creepy stories. Yes. That happened either to us or somebody close to us, so that they had to be... I guess in some way based in reality as much as they yeah. can be. Because everybody's got the guy with the hook or so-and-so from some local sh- thing, you know. And so it's nice for us to actually share something from our personal lives that maybe has a little bit more of a sting to it. It's a little bit, a little more intense and creepy, you know. I was shocked that the 8th Henry actually remembered the story that I told from the radio. I know, right? That's the way he is, though. He, he keeps true. into those things and it just sticks. And then, of course, we did the review of... Planet of the, the Vampire, Vampire Women. The Chronicle of Jack Vanda. <laughs> so good. So that was one by Darren Wood and Paul Allen. We met Paul Allen at the recent SACCon, or I guess at the, the not the winter SACCon, but the previous SACCon. And he shared with us a hilarious comic, and we really had a bunch of fun. Actually got a little bit of connection back and forth after we posted that. And talked a little bit to Darren about it and really enjoyed doing that. So hopefully we can get more stuff and run into Paul Allen and maybe even Darren Wood at a future comic convention. Yeah, I remember we wanted to do a paranormal comic because it's a paracast. Right, exactly. And so we thought, vampires, there we go. No, what we were going to well, do we was Dead Ahead. originally were going to do Dead Ahead, which we've done recently. Yes, we did on the last zombie survival cast. Right. And it was just so long yeah. that we're just because like... Because it was a trade paperback. Yeah, it's a trade paperback. Issues. So... I was reading through it, and JP's like, this is going to take a while, isn't it? I'm like, yep. He's like, well, perhaps we shouldn't do it. I'm like, do you have anything else uh, paranormal? And he's like... I said, yes, I do. Vampires in outer space. space. I was like, sold. And then he's like, wait, no, the title is Planet of the Vampire Woman. Even more sold. (laughs) So here's the gag reel from episode 24, The Paracast. And that's why you don't have tattoos yet. I thought that's what you were going to say, and that's why you don't have tits. <laughs> well, I guess it was just an outtake. Yeah, I guess so. Um, it's amazing that I didn't have more in that one, because it was so full of ridiculous titty goodness. Yes. I guess we just decided to keep most of the random shit in there, because it was just so good. Yes. We were this, all feeling a little frisky that night. The sad thing is, well, good thing, but sad thing is, a lot of the stories that we told each other after the 
Mike went off were a lot scarier, but we didn't really want to tell them because they're either too personal or they were from a family member and we didn't have full permission to talk about it. Besides, but, there's a certain amount of just, you don't, you don't really get into and spread around the no, really th- dark No, there are certain ones. things you just don't want out yeah, in the you ether. Just don't, you just don't share that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, it's just inviting trouble. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe per, I mean, we probably shouldn't have even been sharing it with each other, really. <laughs> yes. So after that, episode 25 was comics. Oh, and then we actually had a chance to review Brad Diller's comic, The Neighbors Have Two Flamingos. That's right. Brad Diller is great. He puts out this incredible comic called Funday Morning, which you can get at fundaymorning.com. He's got a bunch of cool stuff. He actually does have those calendars. Does he? he? Yeah, and he was going to give us some, but we weren't able to make it to the winter sack on. So Ah. we're going to have to see him. I think his next time that he'll be out here is going to be sometime in January or February. So I think he had posted on the thing. He's like, yep, the calendars are coming. Yep. And then the second part we did was the comics time warp. That was so good. This is something that Joe had been coming up with for a while where we were going to talk about a comic from each decade starting in the 30s all the way up to the 2010s. And that was fun. Although the 30s one was probably the funniest. And I don't, I don't think that it was so much because I was doing it. It's just because it was 30s ridiculous. And 40s. The 30s were freaking awesome. So here is the outtakes from episode 25 comics. Oh no, the mermaid I love has been wounded, and there's a... (laughs) (laughs) Now we have an end of the show. (laughs) Damn, I had it. It's a good one. Okay. Oh no, the mermaid I love has been... (laughs) (laughs) It's like the weirdest Tourette's ever. (laughs) (laughs) It's... Fantastic. I have to read it for you. <laughs> they just read it out of that thing. Yeah, okay. Finally. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I make what... <clears throat> I make what... <laughs> wow. Okay, this might be better than John reading. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Rob Schneider is. I make my way. Bah. <laughs> that is such an awkward. I make my way to my cat. Wow, that was a really hard <laughs> word, Joy. <laughs> it is just make my way to my. Yeah. Okay. You might want to carry a few extra ones too. Then, if you meet a werewolf, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really say that? Yes. Okay, Joy. <laughs> So I just remembered that's actually the first time that we had Matt on the podcast. So Matt has he come only he came only once. Yes, he's only come once yeah. so far. But he's come to a couple of the midnight shows, right? Yes. Yeah. So Matt Matt is awesome. He's very natural, comfortable energy on the podcast. Easy to talk to, good ideas. Just great. We really enjoyed having Matt on. So Matt, if you're listening, which you should be, damn it, come back. Come back to us. Come back, Matt. Don't go the way back. of the mic. <laughs> Mike, well, we he, <laughs> he threatened. He was saying that he wanted to replace me on the show, and then he hasn't been back since. Right. Well, you know, life gets in the way, and I think Matt likes to make big promises. Oh yeah. Besides, it's fun to take pot shots at Brian. Of course. <laughs> What's next? So, speaking of pot shots at Brian, episode twenty-six was the episode that I edited. So. Bad sound quality, because it has my brute force style of editing. Zombie Survival, where we talked about the comic Dead Ahead, which we referred to back in the Paracast, uh, which is a 
basically. I think the way that I put it on the podcast Zombies was... Zombies at high seas. Yeah, I think what I said was, Noir Walking Dead on a boat. <laughs> Speaking of you editing the podcast, I still can't believe you didn't use the filters I gave you. I put together very carefully this package for Brian, with all the filters, all of the soundboards, all the files, everything. Because I've been doing, at this point, this is what, episode 24? Yeah, this was 26, so this you had done 25. 26. Okay, so I had done 25 podcasts on my own. I spent a substantial amount of time just staring down wave files and making it work and making it sound just so, and tweaking and fiddling and messing. And I decided to finally let the reins go a little bit, delegate, because I was really messed up after my surgery. And Brian very graciously offered to edit the podcast. But as much as I was happy for him to take that burden off of me, I was also equally nervous about having someone else do it. Not that I didn't have trust in Brian, and not that I'm sorry with the way that it came out, but it was... I think I was a little frustrated when I talked to you afterwards and you said, well, it turned out really good. Da, 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 da. And I listened to it and I said, that doesn't quite sound right. And then I asked you later, so did you use those filters I gave you? The answer was no. No. And they I was on also... the disc with everything else you used. Yes. And I was actually, it was a weird time because my sound card was all out of whack. Yeah, your so... sound card was jacked. You had to use your sound. You had to output your sound through your television yes. to be able to get any sound. Otherwise it wouldn't work. It was like fading. Yeah. In it wouldn't, it wouldn't allow me to actually play back anything. And it had this weird fade in, fade out. So it made a it pain to edit. So yeah, it was a nightmare. And plus I was getting ready to fly across the country. So I was trying to do it kind of fast and get it to you before I flew away. Disappeared, right? Yes. Anyway, so here is the gag reel from episode 26. The good 8th Henry is working on some exciting zombie info for you guys out there. Survivalists the world over will be clamoring info, to hear his... Eh? Say what? Info. Info, info yes. Info. Information. Information from, from the 8th Henry. That's knowledge you can use in the dark. <laughs> That's what that means. It's Look it up. Info red vision. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, dear. <laughs> Henry, did you just drop a pen on my floor? I tried to be discre discreet about it, and it wasn't having it. Okay. All right. Decided to make a Hollywood full-on Big Bass movie. And Big Bass movie? Bass. <laughs> Big yeah. Bass. They decided to make a Hollywood... Is it one of those singing bass that you hang on the wall kind of thing? <laughs> Wide mouth bass. That's right. There's anyway. your cutout. <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to go there. It's just too much. <laughs> I'm just going to start. There's a lot of time. Yeah, right. There's a yeah. lot of credits. Yeah, so. I think sometimes we bite off a little more than we can chew. Like that yes. thing at the end there, I was starting to read all the credits, and there was like a hojillion people that were involved, and it's like, nah, man, just the writer and the penciler. It's like, I'm yeah, done. Pretty much. <laughs> And so, like, that first part where we were talking about information, we didn't actually get to that because the podcast was running long, so we decided not to have the 8th Henry segment on that episode. Yeah, which we decided is, to just cut it, which, of course, made him sad face, but yes. he just saved it for the next time, and it exactly. worked out fine. So, we're getting into the final two episodes dun, dun, dun. this year. Ah, uh, yes. Movies. Ta-da! <laughs> With The Replacement Brian. Yeah, oh, yes, this was when Brian, this is the, the episode that Brian actually missed. And yes. he was still there in electronic spirit. Brian brilliantly put together a soundboard of himself with a handful of useful little sound files that would be able to be inserted into unique and interesting places to be able to answer questions, comment on things, and share opinions, and basically just be opinionated like normal. 
and he basically gave it to me and told me to be in charge of the soundboard and essentially be the Brian bot. Yes. So everybody directed their questions at Brian, at me, and then I pushed buttons on the soundboard and played them. And it turned out really good. It was yeah, pretty funny. It was kind of fun. I think yeah. that we're going to need to do that in the future. You know what it reminded me of? is a long time ago when one of my cousins, Adam, couldn't come to some family get-together. And so he made a paper doll version of himself <laughs> and then gave it to our cousins. And the whole night... He, the, the whole night, they were taking pictures and sending it to him of Flat Adam doing this, Flat Adam doing that. And I think they had Flat Adam get the number of the, of the waitress. <laughs> and then, like, eventually he like ended up upside down in a martini. <laughs> yeah, I remember there was a time that Adam was out of commission for a while, and he was living with me. And we joked about having a shirt that I would get that said, Replacement Adam. And I would go do all the stuff that he was supposed to be doing with the family. <laughs> so good. But, yeah, so... Again, this is when we started our Evan 07 kick. Yep, this is true. And uh, also, we were talking about Star Wars and what would Lucas do to yeah, a classic franchise. Yeah, this was after we did the infamous Machete Marathon. Yes. Which was a bunch of fun. And actually, a little technical side note on this one. My dumbass totally forgot to set the recording pattern on the mic. Because we, we have a great microphone that allows us to record at several different pattern, pickup patterns, which allows for a lot of flexibility. So if you've got two people, you can do it so that it aims just at the two people and cuts out almost all the other noise on the sides. We've got an omnidirectional. We've got a cardioid pattern for one person, stereo, all this cool stuff. Very, very useful and versatile. I would highly recommend it. It's a blue Yeti microphone. Anyway, so we use it for the podcast in an omnidirectional so we can pick up everybody, you know, because we, we're too cheap to be able to buy microphones for every single person on the podcast, although someday we will. Yes. But for now, we're just using this. But we did a recording for the admins class, and she set together a monologue for us, and Dustin and I read it, and we put it to a bunch of different music from movies, and she was trying to illustrate how important the music is, uh, the soundtrack is in a video game, to set the tone and the pace and the feeling and emotion. And so, of course, we set it to Cardioid, which is the best for just voiceovers. And then I left it there. <laughs> so essentially, one person, I think it was Joe, and it caught a little bit of Winchester, had just beautiful pickup, as you do when you have just the cardioid pattern. It's the best way. But only maybe two people sounded right, and everybody else sounded like they were coming through like a busted-ass old Fender amp. <laughs> it was terrible. I felt so bad. I even put something in the show notes just to, like, try and cover my butt. It didn't work too well. It really sounds like hot garbage. I'm pretty embarrassed about that one, actually. Anyway, so here is the gag reel for episode 27. Transition noise. Alright, let's see here. Transition noise. <laughs> right here. Wow. Because they clearly have some history with the with the Smithsonian is with the Smith Oh my god. Smithsonian Smithsonian. Uh, sometimes, like I said before, with that surface thing, I don't know which one that was a while back. Sometimes I just get on this roll and my tongue gets tied in a knot and I just can't say what I'm trying to say. And I was having the hardest time saying the Smithsonian Institute. It just wasn't happening. It just wasn't happening. I was trying to make a TH in there somewhere. And it was To be fair, we have started recording a lot later than usual. Yeah, Joe is working late, so we start. We don't even start recording until probably more like 10.30 or 11. 11. Yes. Yeah, so it's it's been kind of insane. We've been getting increasingly a little wacky, as you do. It just gets like that when it gets later. You know, I try yes. and make a pot of coffee and keep us all up and about, and a lot of us show up with energy drinks of some kind, but we're inevitably 
just goofy yeah, as we get either, into the later half of the podcast. Yeah, we're either sleep deprived or we're wired. Exactly. Either way, we're a bit yeah, a bit perked. A yes, little, a little touched in the head, maybe. <laughs> so finally, the last episode of the year. Finally, wrapping up our year retrospective for the Geek Life Podcast, episode twenty-eight, games, which came out a couple weeks ago, and so we talked about how to climb the multiplayer cliff. And was another issue of Ebon 07. Yeah, we continued our crazy mayhem of Ebon 07 and, and then talked about the rather intriguing subject of how to enjoy multiplayer, online multiplayer in particular. And I myself often complain, bitch and moan, to Dustin, who is a roommate and a podcast staff member and just a friend, and also happens to be a very excellent online multiplayer player. And really has no anxiety or trouble with it and jumps right in and puts the time in and just has figured out how to be good at it and successful and enjoy himself. And, and I'm sitting over here struggling and getting killed and bitching and moaning and screaming at the controller and computer and TV or whatever the hell it is that is allowing me to play online. And he continually tries to educate me on not being such a whiny bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so we had this good conversation and it ended up becoming the basis for the idea for episode 28. Started calling it Climbing the multiplayer cliff, because the idea for the cliff part came from an article I read about EVE Online, where they call the learning curve the learning cliff. Yes, <laughs> because that's what steep. it is. EVE Online, they give you this simple yet a little bit disjointed tutorial that lasts maybe about 45 minutes or so, and then they just dump you into the middle of the universe, and just into the space. You're just in space. And they're just like, have fun, figure it out, ha <laughs> ha! EVE Online is crazy like that. So sometimes that cliff, that learning curve, feels like a cliff. It's just like this sheer surface you have to climb up. And sometimes when I sit down to play a multiplayer game and plug in, and I'm not familiar with the game, but everybody else I'm playing with is. They know the maps. They're familiar with how to play. They're really good with aiming. And I just get kicked in the butt over and over again. And I begin to feel like, man, am I doing something wrong? Do I suck? Is my controller broken? Or what? And rare? And I just start trying. My head starts spinning. And... Anyway, so Dustin has been able to, over the years, really help me with that and figure things out. And so we made a podcast about it. I think it, yeah. was, I think it was pretty effective. It, was pretty it effective. got a little out of hand, though. It did get a it little It was getting long, kind of like this is getting long. And, you know, I was a little bummed. I mean, to no fault of either of these guys. But Neuro, who is also quite the multiplayer, he was sick, as was Pinku, so they couldn't make it. And the often alluded to other roommate, who we've dubbed the Pandamanga Phantom, mm-hmm. because... He's always in the background, but you never hear him. Or you might hear something from him. Yeah, I think that his voice was actually on this podcast because he happened to be in one of the outtakes. How did you pull that off? I don't know. He was just in one of the outtakes. Oh, I'm impressed. Uh, Yes, but he was out of town, which is why I'm... Out of town visiting family for a couple months, actually. Yes, so Panda Manga Phantom, if you're listening, which I hope you are, we miss you. Love you. Love you. Hope you're having a great time back east. Yeah, someday we'll have to get you back out here and get your two cents on that. Although we did talk a little bit about you and make some observations about the way you play and some of the challenges you run into and some of the things and triumphs that you've come across. So we're rambling about something that just happened a few weeks ago, so this is <laughs> kind of silly. Uh, anyway, so without further ado, the very final gag reel, which ended up being pretty big. I'm not surprised. It's and Brian, every time, every like every single time that we had a gag that came up every time that we were like, oh, this is going to be on the gag reel. Brian felt compelled to say, oh, this is going to be on the gag reel episode. Yeah, yep. 
I was pretty much way back into amateur hour at this yeah, point. Yes, you were. And you were dialed into and looking forward to this episode. Yes. So here is the gag reel from episode 28. So this was an idea that I came up with after having a long... <laughs> Brian is fired! Brian is fired! Oh, party Self- foul. Uh, oh. Wah, wah, wah. It's nice to have somebody there who's going to get their ass handed to you. Or... <laughs> get their ass handed to them. Room set. We. S- <laughs> you have to understand, troll lever. Troll tro- lever? <laughs> There's going to be a lot of troll stuff on the Christmas lever? episode. Don't that sounds like lever. a really late night Justin tattoo. No, no, okay. Welcome back to Geek Life. We're talking about games, climbing up that multiple. Lots of fun stuff for the Christmas episode. (laughs) Well, there you have it. That is a year of geek life. Thank you so much for being a listener. And make sure to tell your friends about what we do. Really enjoy talking about games and geeky stuff with you guys. And sharing our community, culture, and friends. And just love of all things geeky. Please let people know about it. And hopefully we can get some more downloads and viewers. And make this into something big. Really enjoy doing it. We want to keep doing it. We're going to do it no matter what. Even if there's just a couple people listening. It's a bunch of fun. And I know that those of you that do like to listen to it. And are regular listeners. You know, we will be lo- as loyal to you as you are to us. And just go out of our way to make it keep happening. So thanks for being being a Geek Life listener. Yes. Well, thanks, and we'll see you guys next year. Have a happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas and all that good stuff. That's right. See uh, you next year, See folks. you guys later. Enjoy the eggnog and Kahlua. That's a That's good right. combination. Oh, that it is. Tested, tried, and true. Anyway. All right. Happy holidays, you guys. See you later. Thanks for listening to Geek Life. We always love to hear from our listeners, so please email us at geeklife at pandamanga.com with any questions, comments, or insights. Anyone interested in becoming a PM contributor, visit our contact page at contact.pandamanga.com and complete the form located there. Music has been provided by Air Plus Recordings. As always, links to the artists and songs featured on this episode are available in the show notes at podcasts.pandamanga.com. If you'd like more information about Air Plus Recordings, visit airplusrecordings.com. This is Joe, and we'll see you next time.
as decided by the fate roll of the Pequod. Pequod. 